Happy Friday, my friends, and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. We are at the weekend, my friends, and, you know, I'm sure there's some people out there that are just as excited as I am that we are at the weekend. Um, But just a reminder that this week we are talking about be in a better mood, and today, Friday, we are going to wrap up this topic by talking about don't expect positivity 100% of the time. But before we jump into that, as always, I want to remind you of the five-minute reset. Um, The five-minute reset allows you to draw a line in the sand and really create your day into a new day right then and there. And if you have, you know, problems and burdens and, you know, you just have a crappy day. You know, sometimes we just have a crappy day and you just would really wish to start your day over again. Well, you know, good news. You can do that. You can do that with the five minute reset. You can literally start your day over anytime, even if it's like nine o'clock at night and you're like, I really just want the last hour or two or three or how, how late you like to stay up. You just want those last, that those last few minutes and hours to feel good and not feel so laden with problems and issues and stressors. You can do that. Five minute reset only requires you to have at least five minutes to be by yourself to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It allows you to take a break from any issues or burdens that are dragging you down, come up with any resolutions for problems and issues that you are currently dealing with. And I always encourage everyone to create a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, medium size. You know, maybe you're grateful that you're able to grab takeout tonight and that was really fun. Or you're able to go out for ice cream very specifically. That happened to us. We went to Froyo, but still, it was it was fun. It was fun, and I'm grateful that I was able to do that. Um, but maybe you're grateful that you were able to FaceTime someone or like video chat with someone that you haven't talked to in a while, and it really was just comforting and loving. That's fun and something to be super grateful for. Or maybe you're super excited that you were able to finally get something that you needed for a while, and you got it on sale. Like I get super excited when those kinds of things happen to me. Get it on sale. That's so so good. So you can be grateful for anything and everything. The list is never ending. And last but not least, before you end your five minute reset, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day. I always say that you should feel positive and happy and grateful because of all the blessings that you have in your life, despite the negative things that you're going through. And hopefully you'll lean into that because of the gratitude list you made as well, because You know, living your life more in the positive will help you get through the negative things. And I'm sure that there's people out there that are like, I cannot always live my life in the positive. And I want you to know that is not what I'm suggesting. I'm just saying like more often than not, as opposed to only living your life in the positive for 10%, maybe you can bump it up to 25 or 30. Um, Or maybe you live at 50-50, which is still really good, but maybe it'll it'll really challenge you to push it up to like 60 or 75% and maybe you will see if there's results from all the other crap that you have to deal with and your life becoming easier because you decide to make that mindset shift. But that is on you. I'm not saying that you have to, I'm just suggesting it. But I'm also going into that whole little discussion because today we are talking about, you know, expectations of being in a positive mood all the time. So, um, but I do hope you're having a great Friday. Um, Like I said at the top of the show, we are talking about being in a better mood and today, Friday, We are going to end the topic discussing don't expect positivity 100% of the time. And I wanted to end this week's topic by talking about it, about how it's not crucial 
to be a positive 100% of the time. It's not. It's not crucial. And that's why I went on that little diatribe at the end of the five-minute reset because I want you to know that I'm not trying to push you to have that be like your end-all be-all or the way that you have to be. Not at all. Not at all. Um, but, and I want you to know, you might be like, well, how does this even play into the whole be in a better mood situation? It plays into me talking about you guys and me and everyone being in a better mood because, you know, you can be in a better mood often if you decide to shift your mindset and your attitude and not let thing, other things drag you down and, you know, implement some of the examples that I put in earlier in the week of how to shift your mindset. Um, but it is. It applies to mood because I'm letting you know, if you didn't already know, which is fine, you don't have to be in that better mood all the time. You don't have to have that positivity level at 100% all the time or even ever if that's just not how you vibe and live your life. I'm not here to tell you what you have to do. I'm here to give you suggestions on what what may make your life a little bit easier and a little bit more enjoyable as opposed to, you know, focusing in on negatives and things that are causing you problems, um, which I feel like really just, you know, can turn into a tailspin of negativity in general. So anyway, I just want you to know that that's how they're connected. Um, So I think when we get into conversations about mood and managing our mindsets, we think we need to take all the information we are learning and absorbing and implement all these changes right away and think, that's it. You're done. It's all fixed. This is what you have to do all the time. <laughs> and, but this is, and that, that's not true. That's not true at all. And this is putting a really big expectation on yourself to have this perfect sort of demeanor and attitude and that you have to be in control of yourself all the time, which is some, it's, it's a, is a place <laughs> is a place that I lived for a long time, um, needing to be in control of myself and my surroundings and even the people around me, control issues, that's that's where I lived for the longest time. I still struggle with that a little bit, but I feel like I'm slowly letting things go because it's just not worth it. It's not worth the pain and the anguish and the stress and the anxiety to deal with all that. And if you are struggling with control issues, I hope and pray that you get to that point too uh, because you'll feel so relieved. You know, it'll still be hard at times, but you'll still feel so, so, so relieved. But, but yes, by like, you know, because, you know, I give a lot of tips, obviously, on my show, because I am here to help you guys and come up and do the, do the research and come up with ways that I can, you know, give you suggestions on how to make your life better, how to get back on the journey to becoming your best self, how to be stronger and more self-sufficient and, understand yourself more and really push you to get to know yourself more. However, it doesn't mean that any tips that I'm giving or anyone else out there that's giving you um, tips and ideas and suggestions on what you could do to better this, that, and the other, it doesn't mean that you have to take all of those things and implement them all at once, all the time. That is very unrealistic. I don't think anyone's expecting that of you. And if someone is expecting that of you and they have made that clear, you need to distance yourself from that person for a little bit because that's very unreasonable and in a kind way, but just know that you will need to take a step back from that because that's very unrealistic expectation of anyone. That's a lot. You know, when you go into learning things, like even in school, they're not expecting you to just learn it all in one day or one week or even one month and then be able to perform it perfectly and keep it up perfectly. You know, sometimes you'll fall back or you'll get you'll get confused or what you learned 
isn't necessarily um, applying directly to a harder situation. You know what I mean? So it's not expected for you to just learn all these things. You know, now your toolbox is full of all these tools you can use to change your life and now you're good. That's just not how it works. A lot of people will advance, regress, advance, regress, stay stable, stay in the same zone for a while, you know, back and forth because we're growing and learning and changing and, and striving for different things and having new experiences and that's what life is all about. So I want you to know do not expect yourself to have to, you know, be perfect or be able to implement any anything that you've learned right away and feel like that's the end. <laughs> no, you have to keep working. You got to keep working on it because a lot of times when you implement new things into your lives, it's going to take a while for you to adapt it, especially as like a habit and something that is fully um, fleshed out in your life and, and a real thing that's going to become a part of your life without it, without you having to push it like you are trying to develop a habit. Um, but yeah, you know, that's such a big expectation when, when really life is, like I said, full of ups and downs and no one is perfect, nor should we be seeking that anyway. I talk about that all the time. Seeking, per seeking perfection is, it's a lose, 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 lose all the time. You'll never win that game. You'll feel like you get close so many times, but you're never going to win that game. I'm just here to tell you the truth on that. Um, and what we really need to do is focus on having balance and stability in our lives. You know, that is something reasonable and necessary in, in all of our lives. Like, it's way more reasonable to be like, okay, well, you just need to incorporate more balance and stability in your life to understand that, you know, mistakes and failures and those kind of things, ups and downs, they come in your life. And a lot of times they're very unexpected and other times they are very expected uh, because of the path that you're going. And regardless, either way, you're not, you shouldn't, you're not expected to just be able to like easily pick up the pieces every time. You know, there's going to be struggle and there's going to be pain. That's how life is, unfortunately. But those are the things that make us stronger, help us to grow and learn and are better equipped for more things to come in the future. That is how I believe. I feel like I'm preaching at you guys, but I hope this is helpful. So it's reasonable to look for balance and stability. Stability is really the thing you should be seeking. I wholeheartedly believe this. And maybe one week we'll just talk about more in depth about stability, or maybe I can talk about it in the course of a week and then break that down for one episode because stability is a beautiful thing. Balance is an amazing thing. Um, you know, and being stable doesn't mean you can't experience your moods and emotions because I feel like you can think of the word stable and think, wow, like, okay, well, I still have to be on some sort of level of acceptance or, or, or like not acceptance of, well, acceptance of what you're going through in a positive way and not have to um, deal with any emotions or, you know, kind of just push them away and just stay at this median level. That's not what it is, you know. It doesn't mean you can't experience your moods and emotions. It doesn't mean you, you, can, um, you can't grow, you know, and feel and change your, and, and fully feel your feelings, you know, it means that you are able to experience the emotions you're having, move through those feelings and experiences, uh, to move through those feelings and experiences as you believe you should, but without the expectation that you have to hit a certain metric of positivity or happiness on the regular, you know, no one else should be setting these expectations for you and neither should you, you should be able to just kind of flow and flex with how things are going because there are so many unexpected, um, you know, events that happen in our life that 
we should be able to flow and flex so that we can experience them as they come without living in a constant state of worry and anxiety because of the uncertainty that's out there, but also not like dwelling on the past and uh, what has gone wrong then, you know, you need to just like do things as they come, right? You, there's, there's something to be said for a little bit of preparedness. Believe me, I understand that, but there's also a lot to be said about just understanding that you can, the more you grow and learn, the easier it'll be for you to flow and flex. If you let yourself, you have to let yourself do this. And you'll learn even more lessons from those times. But it also, I feel like it does cut back on the stress. It might cut you by surprise a little bit, but it will cut back on the stress and anxiety because you're not all like getting all amped up for things that may or may not happen. But yeah, balance, stability, so, so, so super important. But yeah, you, you don't need to be continually hitting a certain metric that you feel like the world or... Um, anyone giving you tips and suggestions, even myself, that are trying to tell you to hit. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, but I do want to mention, don't get me wrong, life is much more enjoyable when you are happy and positive. It is. I don't think anyone can really debate that. But that's not a realistic approach to life because we all experience hard things. Um, it, it's a realistic approach to life to say that you can be happy and positive and uh, maybe even just the majority of the time. But I'm, I'm never going to tell anyone that they should have that all the time. And if they say, if you know anyone that says they are happy and positive all the time, I don't think that's true. You know, people like to hide things. People like to pretend that they are so they don't have to share their pain or they don't have to actually work through their emotions and feelings that they're just sweeping them under the rug. There are so many reasons that people will want to pretend that they are doing fine on the outside to protect what's on the inside. And that's on them. That You know, that's their personal business. But I'm telling you, there's no one out there that's constantly happy and positive all the time. You know, and when I was, write, when I was writing these notes, I was even reflecting back on, like, um, characters in the Bible, you know, and um, how even several of the disciples, even Jesus himself, were, like, would, like, get angry or upset at people. But it was, but it was still in an act of, like, love and concern, you know. And so it's, like, you're still expressing your feelings, um, but you're not like falling into a pit of negativity. But even if you did, even if you did, even if you have moments where you feel like you're sitting in that pit feeling sorry for yourself and upset at the way that life is treating you and how things are going, um, yeah, it's fine. You know, we all do that. No one's perfect. Every People are going to have pity parties sometimes. That's just what it is. But it's a matter of are you able to pick yourself up out of that pit? Are you able to move on and can get back into your regular swing of things? Or are you just going to sit there and wallow for eternity? Don't do it. <laughs> don't. Don't do it. But yeah, life is much more enjoyable if we are able to focus more on happiness and positivity when we can and when it feels natural. Don't fake it because on the flip side of this, I want you to know that if you are suppressing your happiness or joy or positivity because someone else has made you feel bad about that in the past, or it feels weird to be happy and content when so many people around you aren't, stop worrying about them and focus on you. And I'm mentioning this because I brought it up in a women's group uh, recently, how I have been struggling lately with, uh, well, not lately, it's been coming up lately <laughs> in my own personal therapy sessions that I will suppress my happiness and joy if it doesn't feel like it aligns with other people that I'm spending my time with. So, you know, during the pandemic, that's been my daughter, my husband, 
my daughter's happy, I'm happy, you know? It's like my husband's not happy, I don't want to be happy because I don't want to burst his bubble, I don't want to rub it in his face. I am happy, I am feeling joy, I am feeling content despite any, like, you know, problems that come our way. I'm still choosing to be more positive and have a, have a better outlook on how it's going to turn out, whether I really know that or not. But my husband is just different, you know? He just, he deals with his emotions differently. And for the longest time, I would hide my joy of just wanting to be happy about everything because I didn't want it to bug him. Um, and this is a real thing. And I, so anyway, I was mentioning this in a women's group and, you know, they were like, well, how, why would you do that? Like, why would you, you know, hide your light under a bushel, you know, from the Bible verse. And I was like, I am definitely doing that because I don't want to feel awkward. I don't want to make people feel awkward because I am a better mood than them. And I'm choosing to do that. Um, and they were like, oh, well, that's weird. But then, but then the point I'm getting to in the story is that when they thought about it more, they realized that they were doing it too, but in different aspects. You know, I'm, uh, mine was very, very specific and literal of what we're talking about, and theirs was in different ways, but still hiding their joy and positivity and love and all of that just for the sake of other people. And so I want you to know that if you are doing that, if you're similar to me and other people I know, if you're not, that's fine. That's great. It's great that you're able to just get it out there. And I'm working on that too because I feel like I'm naturally a joyful person, a happy person. I love to be happy. I love to be kind. Um, and I still am kind. I don't think I'm hiding kindness, you know, but I feel like I could do it with a little bit more joy. You know what I mean? But if you are hiding it like you like, like me, I encourage you to let it out. Let out whatever feelings that you have. Don't hide them. That is not why they're created, and that is how things get backed up. That's how things don't get dealt with. That's how, you know, you have blow-ups in the future because you have unresolved things, whether it's happiness, sadness, anger, you know, depression, anxiety, whatever it is, you know, it just all piles up, and you have to deal with it at some point because at one point, the pile gets too high, and things start just fall, like falling down, or it's like a volcano, and it erupts. Like, it's just... It'll come to get you at some point. I promise you that, unfortunately. So yeah, don't conceal your positive moods just because others around you can't figure it out for themselves. That's truly how you should feel. And this sounds harsh, it does. But who are you really helping by pretending to be something you aren't? Yeah, yeah, I hope that resonated with you. It did, me. Um, oh yeah, who are you really helping? by pretending to be something you aren't. It's the same when you pretend to be happy when you aren't. That isn't how emotions work, you know? That's not how it works. You need to feel what you actually feel. So let me leave you with this final thought. Feel the emotion you have when you have it. Feel the emotion you have when you have it. And this, of course, is whenever possible, as I know some feelings are made for private time. I get it, you know, you're anger, angry, you shouldn't just be standing on the street yelling and screaming to get it out. I get it, it's not always appropriate. But don't let the world dictate how you live your life. Live it the way that makes you truly the happiest and find your own personal balance. You know, this is what we all should be seeking is our own personal balance, stability in life, not letting other people in our life dictate how we act, how our attitudes are, how our moods are. You know, be in a better mood because that's what you want to do. Be in a better mood because you feel like that'll help you get through these really hard trying times that are 
currently like sucking you dry of anything, right? Be in a better mood because you want to be a positive influence on other people in your life, like your kids and your spouse and your family. You know, be in a better mood because it's something that will bring you even more joy and happiness and it feels comfortable as opposed to sitting in feelings that you don't want to or suppressing feelings because of what other what you think other people will feel or what they have actually told you. So, but yeah, I really hope that this helped you. I really enjoyed talking about this topic this week. It has been absolutely fantastic. And I really do hope that you have enjoyed it as much as 